What's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, The Godfather here, and you're listening to I See Things a Little Differently. Peace. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show, I See Things a Little Differently. I am this little chemical, and I keep saying we're done for the year. I promise you, this is the last brand new episode I'm going to put out this year, but I had to because... If I'm not mistaken, I think the last time I had this guy on, he lied to us. I thought we was going to get a break from this guy. I thought he was going to put you know, put some family time in, which he's doing. But I thought we weren't going to hear a brand new album from this guy until next year. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm stalking on Instagram, you know, like everyone else, like all the cool kids do. And I run across his story. And I see his story, and it says, new album, and he shows a track list. It's like, man, this guy fucking lied. I got to get him back on the show somehow. So, he has a new album, a new baby, and I can't wait to hear about both of them. I, this is, I think, the first time I've actually done an interview in a very long time where I've gone to, into a cold on purpose. So, I want to react with you guys the way he, what I, what I hear is my genuine reaction. So, welcome Liz, Lipsy back on the show, man. How are you? Uh, same shit every day, bro. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Like, first of all, congratulations. Uh, how is the baby? Fucking nuts. So, <laughs> pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, so, congratulations on that. But also, look here, man. I have not gone back to listen to that episode the last time you were on. I, did I mishear you, man? I thought you were taking a break from music until you had a year in with the new baby girl. But did what's what brought this new album up, though? Oh, um. If I remember correctly, in the last episode, we're gonna put out one more album. That misunderstood then. Okay, I thought I thought this, for, this, yeah, this is that album. Okay, for some reason I thought you said single. For some reason I thought it was single. So that's my bad. Either way, it, for me it was still a good surprise because, look, man, I, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and they were and they made a comment of their comment was, I sometimes get mad at listening to new music. And being an artist, I don't know how you are. I'm going to get your reaction to it in a second. But I, the last new thing I heard was Nas's Magic album. I heard his two albums. But, like, I don't really listen to a lot of music, especially when I'm in album mode. I have my own album coming out next year. So, like, I don't really hear a lot of new music, you know? And even then, if I hear music, it's usually like a verse or something. But I don't get too enamored with it. But when it comes to independent artists... My ears are always going to be burning because I always um, I always love to hear what they have and always love to hear where they take things because you just it you can you can be inspired in so many different ways. So you said the album was coming out. I misheard it. So that's me being a bad interviewer. Um, but, that's all good. <laughs> but 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 still was what was the inspiration? I, I know you want to get the album done, but like. We all have a story that sparks something that we do creatively. When you knew you were doing a new album, what was the first song you did, and how did you know you were doing the new album? Does that make sense, what I'm saying? first song was done for the album, actually, was before I had actually decided to put out the Well, the track was uh, Arc, dropping off the album, be coming out on the 22nd. Intro song and the outro song, so, you know, the guys were able to hear it and, you know, push it. If any actual February, I uh, put together, like, another couple of songs, work on the next album. I'll get into other stuff about the album afterwards, but that song that actually... Okay, okay. So, I guess for me... When I when I'm in um, this next particular album I've been working on for like two three years, 
And the only reason it's even taken me this long has been because the process has evolved for me. Like when I, I remember after I dropped the last project, I, I didn't consider it a debut album. It was just more of a mixtape type of thing. But I remember as I've been recording, I recorded a bunch of records and I just didn't know where to go. But my feelings and emotions were all over the place. We had COVID hit, all these other type of things. And that kind of affected the writings. I never stopped writing. You know what I'm saying? And so I was yeah. like, all right, where am I going with this? So, so I guess for me, I always get intrigued talking to other rappers, artists, whatever, about, you said you had the first song you did four months ago, and then you did another song, you said, oh, it's time for an album. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever hit a song that you recorded, and you said, this, it's go time. Like, this is going to be, the, 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 this is going to be a banger. I, this has to be on there, but I have to make sure I put the right songs around it. Do you, do you, do, do, it's hard for me to explain as an artist, it's the first time I'm actually, I'm actually saying it out loud, but I, I had this, I have this song, I'll just use me as an example, and hopefully you'll make sense. I have this song um, called, uh, I've seen it before, and I remember when I did it, I didn't think anything of it, and I played it for another, another artist, I was trying to give the song away, believe it or not, and the other artist heard it, and he was like, He's like, this is. He's like, I'm not jumping on that. I was like, why? He's like, this is done. He's like, I can't do this more justice than what you've already done. He says, you need to keep this. So I went back to the studio and I went back, to, yeah, back to the studio essentially. And I was just like listening to it with the engineer, and he was like, yeah, I don't know what you're thinking. You can't get this away. And then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, okay, I see what they're saying now. Like, I need to make sure that whatever I do, compliments and it, it and elevates where this where this is. Did you ever hit that moment where you're recording recording the album and you're like, damn, dude, I, this I keep raising the bar. I gotta make sure everything is on the same level. Uh, when I made the song or song on the album, listening to the beat was like, oh yeah, this is recording it. You want something crazy? Because you you produce, I produce. One before yeah. I before I even get into that, did you produce every record on this album or did you mix the production up? Nope. Say I only produced on the whole album. So, you know what actually is interesting for me, and this is the first time I'm actually saying this out loud to anyone, I hate hearing just instrumentals. That's and When I say that as a producer, this is why I hate producing. The only reason I started producing is because I just couldn't find anyone to make, buy beats from that were reasonable. But um, I remember, I, I, when I hear beats, especially beats that I love, I always get worried that I won't do them justice. So for me, it's kind of like, man, I got to record something on this quick. So I get out of my head, you know what I'm saying? And if, what you just said was, when you first heard it, you said, this is going to be fire. You you went into that. And to me, I wish I could attack tracks like that. I've never once in my recording attacked a track like that. I've always just been like, no, nah, hope they like it. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> so I, I admire that a lot. So I, I don't remember the entire track list, but I do remember you had some prominent features on there. I know... One I'm jealous of is Juvenile. I don't know how you got that, but when you decide to get features on your album, we touched on this a little bit before in, our, in your past episodes, but I, I see you as a student of the game. From our Not just our conversations on, on air. We've had conversations off air, too. I can see you be a student of the game. I don't think you just all willingly take someone and put them on a track. I feel like when I hear your songs, especially on your last album, I feel like the features were done the proper way and even secret city like when i hear secret city like that fits rick ross that the whole vibe fits ross now you fucking murdered it you actually you absolutely murdered the shit too but like i could tell like you heard it and said this sounds better with 
this 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 sounds better and it compliments him and me and it's one of those things where how do you go about your 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 uh feature selection uh is there is there much thought into it am i just thinking am i overthinking because i'm overthinker like how does that go with you i go through a third party to get the features the features they already have a beat okay versus i'm gonna tell me that yeah spent that money on that dog you should have spent the money on a mic Mm. and the bars aren't even that good either like you're singing, you know, a, a singing or a rapping coach before you even providing mm. that feature is not going to help your career. Mm. Like I, I was doing fine before I paid for the feature. At least, no, I'm good. I agree. With Rick Ross. Can I can so, I cut you off real quick? So I've heard multiple versions of that song with this with with, with Ross on it, and I'm not gassing you up. I don't need to do that. You you help to elevate that song i've heard other people with that same verse like i actually searched for it after our last conversation off air yeah i you you help to elevate that song go ahead my point right there though and on the song people be like yo honestly you smoke mm-hmm. like here you know what i mean that hopped on the track too uh krs1 whatever yeah, no doubt and i've no it's uh, what you do to stand out that bought that same feature no i i agree 100 and a lot of times i don't think people you said something key people don't realize just because you have someone on your album it doesn't mean anything you still have to put your best foot forward i remember when i have a comic book called the geneva convention and i got some big time names from the wrestling world to cameo in there and i remember um meeting them and uh finally meeting them face to face and thanking them for being a part of the project and they were like man we thank you for making making us a part of the project it was was really dope and this and the third and it's one of those things where when you, when you, as you said, you guys have a dope Snoop Dogg verse, and you guys heard that verse and said, "Yeah, I can, I, I can top that," or whatever you said, wherever you did it, it's you have to have that confidence in order to do that. You know, um, I'm actually, it's interesting that you said that because keep this thing on topic for features for a little bit more because I find this interesting. You know, when it comes to me, I always put my features on last. I, I, I never want to hear what someone else says. Um, unless it's like something where we're supposed to be like, come like me, like me, and my brother, Jonathan Esther, sometimes we will, we will spit our, we'll spit certain things to each other so we can play off each other. Cause we might have an yeah. idea, but for the most part, I don't want to hear what anyone else does. If someone steamrolls me, they were just meant to steamroll me. I don't rewrite my verse. Now I, I, I'll rewrite the verse if like my verse just doesn't work. Like on the barbarian track that you and I did my first verse that I had, once you brought the energy you brought, it didn't make my my verse was on some political shit, and yeah. and I was like, yeah, now if he's going this way, talking about some real barbarian stuff, I need to be on. I'm not gonna match his verse. Your, your verse was just fire. You steamrolled me on it. That's just, that's just what it is. But I'm still gonna get you back for that fucker. But um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, now now it's just two different things that makes no sense, you know. I usually don't rewrite, rewrite my verses once I've heard someone's verse because I feel confident enough to where I know people will take what they want to from both. Um, <laughs> unless it's something completely different. But I, 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 I only think of one time I did that. But anyways, so I hate this question, but I'm going to ask the question anyway because people ask it to me. And I know if I don't ask it, I'm sure I'm going to get a Q&A on Spotify about why I didn't ask it. Do you have a favorite song on this album? Uh, actually, I have a couple. Okay. Um, to be biased because uh, I don't pick any of the songs that have features. I, like all of them are fire. All of them are fire. 
uh, arc, another one that's one of my favorites. Uh, the bonus tracks, uh, there's two bonus tracks on the album. So we haven't even talked about, what, what's the name of the album? We haven't even talked about the name of the album. <laughs> so uh, the album's called Thank You For Your Time. I was going to call it quits. And uh, basically like a love letter over the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. Birth of my daughter recently. That's a whole new like... Mm. I had most of the album completed. I was just waiting for features. I started uh, writing, not a feature. I had to put it as a complete album. That is. You, you, so, so I didn't know. And look here, you could you could have probably have told me. I don't recall you ever telling me this was going to be your last project. But if you did, like I said, that's me being a bad interviewer. But yeah, I don't, I don't think you did either. But you know why rappers can never retire. And I don't believe Joe Bunn's retired either, just to get that out of the way. The reason why rappers can't retire is because it's always different inspirations. It's always different Facts. things that happen. Like how you just had the birth of your daughter, which led you to saying, no, I have a lot more to say. I had uh, a terrible loss of a friend that um, I actually, believe it or not, this was I actually was quietly not going to put out the album. I was going to retire myself from everything, comic books, everything. And I had a friend who caught stage four lung cancer in the middle of October, and he passed away the day after Thanksgiving. And um, sorry about that. Yeah, appreciate it. And so our last conversation, and this mother bleeper knew what he was doing. He knew how bad it was. I didn't know, but he knew how bad it was. And in his own way, he could see his death coming. Which, as morbid as this sounds, I think that's a blessing because how many people get to know when they're going to die? Not many. Yeah. You just don't wake up. But he knew he was going to die. So he called me one last time, and I remember, like, now I remember the conversation so vividly because of how weird it was. And I remember thinking to myself at the young, I said, is he telling me he's done? You know, I just didn't know at the time, you know. Anyways, I remember he had kept saying something like, dude, I just listened to your, I, this is some of his last words to me. He said, "You, I just heard some of your, your last project. He was like, man, he was like, I can't wait to hear the, the new stuff, you know. And I played him the new single. The new single is called Vibe Check. It's not out yet. And he was like, yep. man, I can't wait until, you know, I hear this, whatever. And he kept saying stuff about happiness or whatever. And then when I found out he had passed away, my first thought was, I think it's just kind of selfish. We have this gift that many people wish they had. Wish. And just to hang it up, just to hang it up. I mean, it makes no sense. Now, obviously, you can take a break. You know, I get I get that, you know. But let me tell you something. When I hear people like you, because you have a, a very specific sound, like, I don't, and this is why I love independent rappers first, this is just me, when I hear you rap, matter of fact, I'll even use Nas, Nas technically independent rapper now, when I hear you rap, I hear Nas rap, AZ rap, there's a hunger I hear in y'all voice, I would, I could never imagine you guys retiring, you might retire from making albums, but retire from rapping? Uh, I, I just don't see it, but that's going to be hard because now that you have that little one in your life, I think you're going to be motivated even more every day, especially since when I see you do, like like I said, I stalk, I stalk, I stalk very few people on Instagram. You're one of the people I stalk, like you, you still talk about it like you love it. So I just can't imagine you ever retiring, period. No, I really do love it. I'm actually, it's funny enough, they revamped the studio, like a brand new like desk, a whole new computer setup. And, uh, I can never remember what the, oh, and a brand new interface for the mic and shit like that. You mic, like I'm planning on literally revamping everything over the next year. So that way when I come back 2025, I'm not gonna, like I'm not going to force it 
right. this next year because I'm going to be on dad more focused on the baby you know if I get booked for a show like I'm still going to take bookings for shows it's coming out from my from my end a couple here and there to keep deep sure but a mysterious enigma for the next month <laughs> the next year whoever plan on dropping a, a greatest hits album I do remember that I do I definitely remember that so it, it's funny you say that now that you've said that and you you've manifested that I think you're going to be busier than ever next year I think you're still going to be on dad mode, but I think it's when people are going to hit you up the most. I think you're going to be all over the... I think, that's just my opinion, because I know the times when I've said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it slow. 2024, or 2023, excuse me, has been the only year where I said I was going to keep it quiet, and I kept enough quiet only because I kind of had to because of the moves I've been making all year. But for the most part, every time I said I'm going to be quiet, I'm just going to do this, that's when people hit you up the most. So I think you're going to be... I think 2024 is going to be... Your busiest year ever, honestly, just because you're you're, you're saying that. And I think people, you're going to be more in demand. So probably, and <laughs> I'm pro- I probably am Jason. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would be careful about that. But yeah, you still can be. It's it's nice when you can be selective, like like me going into next year with my tour dates, my comic books and stuff. Like I can now be selective, so, so now I can choose where I want to go. And you're you're at that level as well. You can choose where you want to go. So. You have 15 tracks. We have the name of the album. Thank you for your time. I guess a question I have for me, and this is, and this is, look here, look here, people. Whenever I get a rapper on, which is so rare, I love the technical shit. So I'm sorry if this is not your gig, but this is just mine. So, so for me, when I'm wrapping up a project, I feel like, like my new album, for example, is 15 songs as well, and I have a bonus cut. It's a remix of the first single. When I knew my album was pretty much done was after I recorded a song called uh, Roll With Me or something like that. I don't remember the name. But I once I heard that track, once I once we finished the beat and I heard the beat, I said, this sounds like the album coming to an end. When did you when do you have that moment of I have enough now I just need to pick and choose which ones are proper for this album? Usually. Usually what I'll do is I'll get a bunch of, I'll, I'll record throughout the whole year. Usually within the first like three or four songs, be like, all right, because usually I'm a lot more active throughout the year. Usually I'm dropping at least like P before I even drop the album at the end. You know what I mean? So like I'm usually pumping up. I started working at a dispensary 40 plus hours a week. Like I'm really able to sit down and write like I used to. When I was working on this album, say I got, it was like, all right, let's start working on an album. Let's start putting things together. I ended up getting the features, uh, Capadonna, Cool G Rap. You know, I got a whole bunch of different heads on the album. Those songs, doing the songs, I'm like, like writing it. Mm-hmm. That's when, that's when I knew like the album I, that I had asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, once I got the features in on Van Gogh, and I was done with that record, I was like, all right. When I was making the track, listen to interesting. You know, different. I didn't listen to any different combinations of songs and whatnot. I already remembered the songs in my head. Mm. I already knew what they all sounded like. So I was like, all right, this would sound better over here. This one would sound better down here. This one should be before this one. I, I already had that. To it. And like I said, I already knew small things with giants as a song mm. before the bonus track. Do you still write pen and paper? All on the phone. You know, I just had this conversation with another rapper and I can't do on the phone. I can record my... So what happens with me now is I keep a, a pen in the pad in the car no matter what. A pen and the pad will always be in my car. And so if I have time, I'll get to it. But I, 
something for me is so I'm gonna use it this is gonna be TMI, I don't care. Dude, it's like having sex with no head. <laughs> it's like it's, it's to me like it's like the phone is just so not intimate for me. I've tried it and and I hate it with a passion and I just can't do it. Now I can record myself and even then I don't usually record verses. Well, when I have a chorus in my head, I'll record that chorus because I'll have the, the the tone and how I want to say it, you know. But yeah. I just can't do the phone. Like what? Me obviously, the, the I know it makes you go to the phone, but like, do you can you just not do the pen and pad anymore? You just need the phone, or is it just hey, this is the, where we're at in twenty twenty three. I'm just gonna go with what makes my life easier. Uh, basically the latter. Um, I've that I type faster than I can. Eat. Mm. So it's easier for me to get my thoughts gotcha. rather than trying to get my thoughts out on pen and paper. Mm. Um, for convenience sake, I can open up my notepad on YouTube or on my music or wherever I have whatever, wherever the beats are coming from, playing in the background on headphones while I'm writing right off the phone. Everything's, access, uh, everything's accessible right there on the phone. I need to pause and rewind the beat real quick. My notification tab back to where I was... This mm. year, I can try out the new bar that I wrote. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just more of a convenience thing. After a while, that notepad's gonna that that notebook's gonna fill up. I gotta go get a new notebook. I can have you. You know something? I just told this story a couple uh, I, I, a couple weeks ago. I, so I had I, I technically had two losses, but it was this doctor when I was younger. His name was Doctor Brown. He passed away recently too. But yeah. with him, um, I I just got my GED right. And I met. I just met him. My mom just introduced me to him. He said, "Hey, man, you should go." He said, "Mind you, I don't know this guy." He was like, "Hey, yo, you should go to college." I was like, "Yeah, it's like, 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 it's that easy, bro." I hear you. <laughs> and so yeah. he, he started talking to me, and one one of the most authentic people, genuine people I've ever met in my life. And I remember when, when he 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 actually helped me get into college because like he came with me to the school. He was on the phone with me. Like anytime I had to deal with the advisors, whatever, blah blah blah. I remember the first thing he did once I got accepted into college, he handed me this big-ass box. Well, I mean this big-ass box, this big-ass box. It had everything from notepads to staplers to crayons. I said, Playboy, it's fucking college. You want me to bring crayons to college? He was like, you never know when you're going to need them. My point, in telling you this, my point in telling you this story is that's the reason why I will never let go of the pen and the pad because for me... I don't care how many pads I fill up. It's something about me making that search in that in that in that pad where I might have seen a line in a verse that I, that I know I'm never gonna use. And I'm like, I can take that line. That line makes more sense here. When I when when I when I tried to adopt that on the phone, like I said, it's just an intimacy thing for me. You know, I need the foreplay, and for me, the pad and the pen. That's what that is. Now, even though most of my rhymes are in my head now, um, it's just as you know, this it's just evolution. The more you do something, the more you, as you said, you you just you just say, okay, let me just rewind and see if that bar works. Most of my stuff is in my head now, but I choose to put it on pen and pad because I feel like it's for me. I feel like I could put my best product out there in the studio. Like example, I don't project very much when I talk, so I actually talk pretty low. Like right now, I'm projecting. But it's still not loud, you know? So when I get to the studio, I actually have to take a few takes of me getting my voice used to projecting. And so 
for me, that's just like what I love about the whole art form of it all is how different we are. I remember watching a documentary one time where Fabulous was saying how he literally starts every one of his verses with the end bar. So he was if he goes 24 bars, he start, he writes the 24th bar first and builds a verse from there. Like, God damn. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Like, why would you do that to yourself? That sounds so that sounds so crazy. But when you listen to Fabulous, he's one of the dopest, in my opinion, he's one of the dopest rappers ever. And to think that he did to know he does that and to hear you say that, it's like one of those things where it's just, I always get intrigued because you also have, I've heard a lot of people from Boston over the last several years, mainly because of my connections through you and Ziggy. But like, yeah. you have a very specific sound. To, now, when I hear you talk, I hear Boston. When I hear you rap, I ain't hearing Boston. I don't know. I don't know where I hear, but I hear, I hear something that does not the normal. Bo- Even with Ziggy though, I don't hear Boston. You know, but I don't live in Boston, so I don't know how the sound is. But I've heard enough rappers to know that you two specifically don't sound like you're from that area. You know, because I'm like five minutes to an hour away from Boston. Like I'm really not. I'm really not like that okay. close to Boston. That's I'm right. You're from our. Where are you from again? I'm close to Bedford. That's I'm more close to the Cape. Okay. I'm more close to the Cape Cod and Providence than I am Boston. Okay. But it's all Massachusetts. Right. But to the south of Massachusetts and the north but, where Boston is. Yeah, it's all Massachusetts, but still different. Like there's a lot of people from where I'm from in Louisiana, where you can't say you're from New Orleans because you might not be from the city of New Orleans. You're from wherever you're from. That's a big deal. A lot of people. When I lived in when I lived in uh, PG County in Maryland, like if you're from Maryland, you don't say you're from DC. Don't say no DMV shit because if you say you're from a place in DC, they're gonna test you. So no, it's it's still different. I get what you're saying. Um, especially especially with New Bedford too. Like we do have we are prideful here. Like we do take pride in our city and we do take pride in our fucking culture. We're not gonna ever be like, yeah, I'm from Boston. I'm from the whaling capital of the world. Like I'm, I'm shit. <laughs> but we were over here. We were over here fucking slaying whales in the fucking. We, we good. We got our own history. Is that your story? Story Moby Dick mm-hmm. takes place in like partially in New Bedford. Mm. Like it's a, like we were a, we were an actual real whaling port. We Damn were right. we were one of the richest cities in the world. Didn't know that. The more you know, Jesus Christ. All right, last technical question I'll ask. Then we'll go back to the album before we wrap up. Um, so as as you're writing, as you're putting things together. Because, see, what my process is, is as I'm building an album, I'm then trying to listen to what I don't want on the album. And what I, say by, what, what I mean by that is, example, on uh, the new album, I have a flip of Kiss on Your Kiss on Your List from Paul and Oates, right? And okay. it's a track I've been wanting to do for years. Years. And let me tell you something, a little bit of history about myself. The reason why I actually record alone now, when I was coming up, a lot of people were stifling my creativity, like my, mainly my brother. And he's the older brother, so he wants to be the leader and stuff like that. But you know this. When something is on your heart and mind and you want to say it, you should probably say it, right? I'll use this as an example. On the, on, on the Civilized Savage soundtrack I dropped this year, had it had two tracks. One was called Sobriety and one was called Levels. Now... I did the beat to levels. I was like, man, this shit's fire. But I had sobriety on my mind and my heart. So much so that I couldn't even... I was trying to write to levels by writing the whole song sobriety with no beat. I couldn't... And my and my, my heart and my mind would not allow me to write to levels. Like Every time I picked up the pen, had the beat going, everything flowing, I couldn't write anything. 
So I went back to my homie and said, yo, we got to do a beat for this, this sobriety track. He didn't want to do it because he didn't like the hook. He said, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like the chorus. I was like, yeah, but I, I need your help on this one. I, I, I don't know where I'm going. So then he kept listening to my verse, my verse and everything. And then he said, yo, I think I know where we need to go. Let's do a drill beat. Let's flip a drill beat. Once I recorded, okay. so, once I once I recorded sobriety, it's like that cloud was away from me. Then my all my other thoughts from my other songs on the soundtrack that I had to be a part of just came to me. But I had to get that out. So I remember when I first wanted to do this flip. Now, in fairness, I don't think it would have been as good as it is now. This was many years ago. I remember being in the studio with my brother, and he used a certain F word that we can't say now because poli- we're more politically correct. But he said, man, that's fair enough. But he was like, that was, that, that's that's F for music. You know, like no one, no people are going to try to rob you. I said, people are going to try to rob you anyway. <laughs> it's like, that's not, that, this song is not going to make them say, hey, we're going to rob them. And they see me say, hey, he got money, let's rob him. But um, I remember being in the studio with, it was me, my brother, and a producer. The producer was giddy. He was like, hell yeah, let's do some shit like that. Because see, where I was with him, where, where he was in Maryland, he was in Silver Spring, Maryland, which is like, maybe 15 minutes from dc so all the rappers that he was getting was gangster rappers so whenever you had a different idea he was always down for it but not many people had different ideas except for me and i'm not just saying that for because it's me he would tell me yo i love when you come here because you always have something different so when i brought it up but my brother nixed it now mind you i'm paying for my studio time you shouldn't be nixing my shit so either way yeah exactly it led to a falling out between me and my brother so i haven't done anything with him i won't do anything with him so I finally said to myself, you know what? I've been wanting to do this for years. I'm going to do it, you know? And I, my point in telling you this story is, is that when I'm recording an album, I listen to things I don't want, but things I do want. I don't listen to, I don't necessarily listen to see if I have a single. I try to see if I can make something a single, if that makes sense. But I try to make it to be as authentic as possible. Do you ever have, have you ever, did you ever have that moment with this album in particular where it was like, I want a single, or like, like, or do I want like a hood single? Like those, there's two different, there's two different things. We know that, right? Like to me, yeah. but but same time, it depends on the fans' response. Like, well, I remember when Ti dropped Urban Legend. You don't know me was not a single. It got so hot. I remember living in Atlanta at that time. It got so hot in Atlanta before the album dropped. That I remember, I, I remember that song dropping, and people were like, if it's if his entire album's like this, it's gonna be a classic. The fans made that into a single. And so, like, there's a difference, though. Like, do you have those? Mo- did you have that moment where it's like, I need a single, or I need a, a track for the ladies, or whatever? Or, or did you just kind of let everything just free flow? Like, does that make sense? What I'm, what I'm asking right now? I kind of just track individually. Like, I didn't necessarily have yeah. like an overarching game plan. It's funny too, because like sitting there with about nine to ten songs done. And then through all the songs and i'm like which one of these is which one of these is going to be the single because they're all fine like i don't need i like i it, I, I was actually at a point where i couldn't pick. they were all just to give people a taste of what this album was going to sound like but i ended up going with uh the first single i ended up going with uh the song how many times it's uh only songs on the album that i actually produced okay and the, the has uh because i did a flip oh uh, from from the donda album okay so I've, I, I, spoiler alert, I've never heard Donda. So I, I, I so I'm, just, now I'm interested in that. Same. Uh, uh, I haven't heard Donda either, but okay. Uh, it, it sounds wild though. Like the like it, when you hear it, you wouldn't even realize it's Kanye. When is this album dropping? I know you just did the stream the other night, but when is this album actually dropping? 
the album is dropping in its entirety on Bandcamp and a new pro, uh, new platform called Even. It's dropping on the 29th of December, whenever some, you know, if anybody's listening. Uh, December is when the album drops on Bandcamp and uh, going to release again 26th on all streaming platforms. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. This way here, releasing the album to streaming and letting everybody listen to it if you want. This way here, I can actually gauge fan response. You want to hear the album? You have to pay me this time. Mm. Like, I've put in enough work for years. I've put in enough free work. If you really have been enjoying my music this whole time, and you've really been fucking with me this whole time, right, right, right. What's, ten, what, what's 10 bucks to grab the newest album a month before the world is going to hear it? Right. So what's even? I just came across this uh, a couple weeks ago myself. Are you familiar with Bandcamp? Yes. And how Bandcamp gives you like... Yes, like, I'm very familiar. I, said, I think it's like 90%. They do. 90% of your earnings. You kind of set up where, you know, pay more if they want to. Also, with every purchase, how many streams on Spotify you would have needed to make what you just made. Mm. So if you made. So if you sold at 20 bucks a pop, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever that math is, I think it's like forty thousand or four hundred thousand, some shit like that. I don't know. Either way, with that kind of, uh, I'm trying to. Do, I now, my, now my high ass is trying to do the math. That's a bad. That's okay. a mistake. <laughs> yeah, basically, it'll be like, all right, so needed a million streams on Spotify to make the amount of money you just made. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah. all you did was sell your album two hundred times. Yeah, and you know, with the whole thing, Spotify is deciding to do next year. That's a smart idea because Spotify is now going to pretty much punish every independent artist for putting music on their platform, and they're going to give your they're essentially they're going to give independent artists streams or money, no matter how much it is. They're still giving it to the bigger artist, you know. Yeah. And so that's that's actually a smart way of doing it. I, I know plenty of people that use Bandcamp. I've I haven't used Bandcamp in years, um, but also for me, it's just a personal reason. I this is my debut album. So now I will put this on Bandcamp, but before I, I kind of was always co-promoting something, so I knew I was going to make my money either way. Like with the Civilized Savage soundtrack, it was a means to get to, hey, this is a soundtrack that's dope, but check this comic book out. So it was more, I knew my most of my brand was going to come from the comic book, if that makes any sense. Um, but I agree with you. you. You When you put in work, you should be supported for it. You know, and if you want me to, I don't, I don't know if you have those links or if your pre-orders or anything. I think you do have pre-orders. I think I saw your stuff. If you want to text those to me when we get off air, I could put those in the description for people as well. Um, yeah, I absolutely can. But um, from from me personally, I, I I agree with that method. You know, because I and I do like that the one thing Spotify does have now and, and other uh, platforms, they do have that the, the shop the the merchandise store that you can have people buy stuff from them for. You know, I don't know what their percentages are. I tend to send people to my website, but um, no, that that's that's very wise in my opinion. Um, and so you know, it's, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, you're off. good. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's funny that you actually mentioned that because if anybody listening uh, wants to go to my Spotify, they actually can buy merch from my Spotify. I do have that set, and it's very exclusive stuff because I have two different spots for merch. I have my spread shop that you can get to through my link tree, and I have merch that's on Spotify because my crew, like my crew company, whatnot, whatnot mm-hmm. it's a wushy game. It's wushy game. I have one of those hoodies with the Pornhub logo. <laughs> so it's, it's it's the Pornhub logo, but it says Wushy Gang instead. Um, so f- I just want to get to f- final thoughts here. What, if any, 
what do you want? I know, I know, I know creative stuff is subjective. I'm using me for an example first. Whenever I drop something, I know I would, I know what I would like for people to take from it, but you take from it whatever you want to. But I just know, like, when I put something down, like, example, my, la- my last issue of my comic that I dropped in October, still for sale, quick plug, it's called, it's called Levels, it's issue, issue six of Messina. What I would like people to take from it is from the, from the title. There's a, when, there, there's levels to everything we do, and you can mess things up by being too um, dramatic, by bringing too too uh, too much uh, histrionics to the table. Sometimes you just have to play your position. That's what I want people to take. What people took from it was completely fucking different. <laughs> Uh, but when people hear this album that's dropping on the 29th go support it in the real way that you should be supporting artists which is paying them for it what do you want people to take from this I know the original idea you had but now that you're not retiring what do you want people to take from this particular project should have never been one to count out should have never slept on the white boy (laughs) are you white? oh yeah I'm Caucasian as fuck (laughs) didn't know that All right. <laughs> I had no I make, clue. I make Eminem look pale. <laughs> I had no clue. I, I never, I never, I never questioned. I, you, you know what's funny is, I, I guess I never thought about it, and I, I've been asked that question before. I've been asked that question before. I can't remember who asked me. It was a few, a few people. I was like, yeah, I don't know what he is. I think he's mixed, but I don't fucking know. I, I mind my own business. <laughs> I don't I'm really. Not, bro. I'm white as fuck. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I, but do you feel like people still sleep on you, though? Still, uh, like there's a vast majority of people that die with long white hair, and they're like, he's not in a band. Are you mm. sure he doesn't do rock? You know, I've had that happen. A t- okay. Like, I work, I've worked customer service for years. So, like, the amount of times that, like, I'll tell people, like, oh, yeah, no, I do music, blah, 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 and they'll be like, oh, cool, what's the name of the band? And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm not I'm not in a band, dude, I rap. And they're like, wait, what? Like, okay, great. Is, now, my question is, is this yeah. that you assumed that I, that because I do music that I'm in a rock band? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Like, is that, like, is that, is that like some sort of weird reverse racism? <laughs> yes, it's very racist, my friend, it's very racist. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, um, <laughs> even before I knew what you looked like, um, once I got to see, I don't remember the first time I saw you, but I remember the first time I saw you, um, I was like, well, he looks like a rapper. And I, so I never, like, maybe, I, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe because I, maybe because I was always the lightest person in my group that rapped, I always, I always heard the, uh, uh, well, uh, you're because people think I'm white. A lot of people, people, people are surprised. Now you don't, you wouldn't believe how many people hit me up in, in my DMs that listen to this podcast, and they think I'm white. And then when they see a picture of me on social media, which is very rare, but when they see a picture of me or they go up and down my Instagram, they're like, "Damn, I didn't know you were black, homie. I thought you were white." So oh, okay. <laughs> It's funny because I actually have a homie from Louisiana. He, he lives right here in New Bedford. It's a very, very similar dialect. You were at least dark skin, not like not like dark, darker skin. Obviously, darker than me. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's new. There was you were. I, I, I could tell you weren't white. Right. Because I've heard it. I've heard it in his voice. Okay. And I can like I, there's this certain drawl in a certain way. Mm. So like very, very 
if I, I don't know if it's just me being a fucking a weirdo that just listens to people talk all the time. Notice that that there's a specific way, like black people will talk rather than white people understand Southern drawl. White people are the only ones that sound trashy with it. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> you know what? I think I I, I I do believe that I've heard that before. I I also think when people hear the way I talk. I'll just be honest, since we're having a conversation, dude. Just because I'm educated, I've educated myself. Like people, you would never believe, you would never believe, I went through 13 years of speech therapy. Growing up, I couldn't talk. 13 years, I couldn't talk. Like still to this day, the reason why I do talk low and a lot of times I do talk very slow, and you can hear my southern drawl, is because when I was in speech therapy, they told me. You have to slow things down. Like, there's still a hell of words I can't say, so I work around those words. Like, if I were to say stuff like cheeseburger, I would just say oh. cheeseburger. That sounds ridiculous, though, in a conversation if me and you were talking, for me to be like, yeah, I want a cheeseburger. It sounds so forced and fake. Instead of me just saying cheeseburger. Or, hey, yeah. I want, or, or, hey, I want, I want some jewelry. You know, or, or jewelry, like I, that's, that's, that, I'm not gonna do that. So I, I avoid saying those words. So I had to, like, when I was younger, before the internet was a thing, I would pick up the dictionary and I would read the dictionary and learn new fucking words because I couldn't say a lot of words. No doubt. So, okay. so it's so it's just one of those things where I think, and in both cases that we're talking about here, it's a little bit of racism that's going on. <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's a little bit of racism going on there. But yeah, when I first seen you, I never, I, I never thought rock band ever. I, 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 you know what's funny? I don't even identify your look with a rock band look anymore because I've seen people who are in rock bands now, and it's it it's there is no specific look in my opinion. This isn't when the Nirvana was out. It's completely everyone has a different dude. Think about this. The, the, think about this. Young Thug before he got locked up. This dude had piercings all over his face, and he was a hip hop megastar. That was never associated. Oh, yeah. That was never so. The most associated a nose piercing was was Tupac, and that was one piercing. Now everyone has piercings all over their face, tattoos all over their face. Like I don't, I don't know, but I, I think it's just a stereotype that. Um, and, and and now I feel what you're saying more about it though is, but I can't wait to hear the album. I'm gonna buy it. For, I'm gonna support you. Um, either I way. It. Um, but no, man, just do you have anything, any final thoughts you want to say um, to the fans or whatever about your project before we get out of here? I feel like this is one of my best projects. You said it's album of the year. Very well, what's that? I saw that. You said album of the year, man. I saw that shit. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. This is this is definitely album of the year. I don't know about, you know, across the country, but at least poured a lot of heart and soul into a lot of these songs you know I, I tried to be as genuine and authentic as possible on each song talk about you know words that I'm pulling up in or you know I definitely talk about some weed, weed smoking and shit like that I may mention pulling up on somebody once but even then like a lot of my songs before this album were like parts where I'd be talking my shit and I'd get violent but like nah like I don't even like, I'm on like a whole different vibe on this album totally chill you want the old school boom bap, the newer, uh, clubbier kind of songs, the sentimental personal songs. Like, there's literally a song on there for everybody. The features are dope. Uh, I do want to just give a quick shout out. 
to all the features on the album. There's big names and there's a ton of local artists on the album, you know what I mean? So, there it is. Lawnell, Cool G Rap, Sean Kingston, Tragic Montalvo, Kosher, Reality 508, Juvenile, Dizzy 508, Capadonna, KRS-One. Everybody did their fucking thing. Like, this whole album is sick. That's dope. That's dope. And the last thing I'll say is, I also know... I don't know when this shit's dropping, but I know next year. That's why I'm not trying to jinx myself like you just did. Um, I know we both have features on Ziggy's album that coming up next year. Um, and I think there's another artist that we both have a feature on. I can't remember who it, I can't remember who it, his name was. I only met the kid once, but he had hit me up maybe a few weeks ago, and he had told me about his new album coming, which I I completely forgot I did a verse for him. But I know next year is shaping up to be a big year for 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 both of us. But I just uh, I do want you to give a shout out to Ziggy as well because I I I actually asked Ziggy to he won't do it, but I said man you should play me the song with you and Lipsy because I'm so curious to hear how your styles sound and what you guys what you guys did on. He won't play it for me though, but um I'm 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 excited for his album too. So shout out to Ziggy. Forgot what the song sound is sounds like, so I don't even. It's going to be a surprise to me, too. <laughs> Yo, sometimes... Hey, I ain't even going to bullshit. Sometimes that shit happens where, yeah. like, I'll do a verse for someone. We forgot I even did that verse until, like, three, four, six months later when they finally drop the song, and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm not even writing like that anymore, bro. Can I redo that verse? <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I remember the song I did for Ziggy is because it was so rushed. Like, I'm literally, like, he hits me up. I'm literally on the way to the studio. I was like, bro, I'm not going back to the studio for, like, a few weeks, man, because I, I, I kind of got a long session here. I, I'm, I'm going to get everything I need to get done right now. And he sent it to yeah. me. And he sent it to me. And I remember he sent it to me. And I actually had to freestyle the whole verse. And I didn't like it. I hated it. But I sent it to him anyway. I said, hey, man, just so you know, man, don't use this. I hate this. Because I, I, I freestyled it. He was like, and he was like, yo, no, this is perfect. He's like, you didn't freestyle this. And I just said, no, seriously, like the engineer of me, like, I see the engineer heard the song, was like, what are you going to do this? I said, I don't fucking know. He just told me about this 10 minutes ago. And, <laughs> and I just freestyled it. I just kind of went off their verses or whatever. Um, and so I, I only remember it because of that and because he said he loved it. And I was like, all right, whatever, man. But, um, but when he told me he had a verse from you, I was like, okay. This because uh, that to me, he's so geopolitical that I'm like, yo, like getting he he I, I'm interested to hear his album because he really went out of his his box to get people like yourself, me, people who you know we talk about a number of different things as well, but like I don't know I I mean I don't know how much of his catalog you've actually heard, but like he's very political, you know, and so I'm like, yo, like I don't know if my style is going to fit with yours, but he was confident that it fits, and he loves, he loves, everything he has, he loves. So I'm like, man, I can't wait to hear this album then. I'm excited for, I'm, I'm excited for a lot of things next year. I, oh, did want to mention that too, uh, stream mm-hmm. the other day, like I was streaming the album. So going to be doing a listening, I just have to finalize location and dates. So I already have the location, it's just got to finalize dates. But um, I think I'm doing it after the album releases on Bandcamp, Okay. But before it releases on stream. Yes. This way here, it's more of like a to hear the album. Be like, no, I gotta see these songs perform live. Mm. Yep. 
So I, I kind of want to do that deal where like the album will be out for a little bit and it at least gets people hyped. And for the people that didn't want to pay for it and just wanted to, you know, through Spotify or whatever, you know, pre-ordered it on Apple, drop on Apple and shit. This way here, they can at least come and hear the, you know, some of the album and be like, yo, this shit's fire, bro. I cannot wait for this to drop. Okay. So I plan on doing a physical in-person event. Okay. So keep me up to date on that so I can make the announcement on here as well. So. Um, that's dope to know. Okay, well, th- that's the time we have for today. I appreciate Liberty coming back on, checking me on my bad interview ship. Um, and because <laughs> I was so, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I was super confused, but I was actually happy. But I'm, but I'm even happier because I love to hear people shining that, that I've worked with that that uh, that I believe in as well. So, uh, congratulations on the new baby girl congratulations on the new album uh, that's libsy thank you thank you um this is slow chemical this is i see things a little differently and we are out